you, Trey. Thank you, music team. And you might not have been able to see it, but there was like a spontaneous dance party that was breaking out out there. It is so good to see all of you as we join together as one, celebrating community, celebrating Thanksgiving, and joining together to remember the truth. So, I'm not skipping our spiritual practice today. Last week we had a practice, and that practice was about the importance of holding a question in mind, knowing that our brains are designed to find the answer to the questions that we hold, and so the question that we hold needs to be a good question, right? And so you were all invited this past week to hold a question. So how many of you joined in that spiritual practice? It's a little weak. I'm just saying it's a little weak. But those of you who did, I'm sure somebody has something to share, some understanding, some insight that you received in holding that question as your practice this week. So does anybody want to share? Yay, Greg! And for those of you who don't know, Greg has a weekly blog. This is our commercial. Time for a commercial break. What Greg has a weekly blog that he puts up on our website, and we are currently looking for a way to allow comments on that blog as well. So look for that to come. Greg. Well, what I took as the question to ask myself was, is how can I find the Christ in others when I strongly disagree with them? <laughs> Wait, does anybody have that problem? Right? This is why we do the spiritual practice. Okay, Greg, what did you find out? Um, I don't have the answer yet. <laughs> but it's a question still under consideration. So what I've, what I've, I can tell you what I've done, um, and that is to, to try to understand that most people are not holding a position opposite to what I might hold for malicious reasons. They're not. They, they have a set of beliefs and uh, worldview of their own. And they want the world to go in a certain way because they believe that's the right way to go. So if I start from a place where everyone just wants the world to be better, that makes it easier. So, so you did get an answer, right? You did get an answer. And that answer allowed you to come to a place of understanding. Right? A place of understanding. So thank you for being willing to take on the question. And I see another hand. Yes. Carl, what did you learn this week, and what question did you hold? The question I asked was, how can I do much better when I'm driving to be respectful to other drivers, at least verbally respectful? Okay, okay. who needs help with that one? Yeah, all right, listen. What I decided was, I must ensure that when I'm driving that I would treat people exactly the way I would want to be treated, and that makes it a lot better. I pretend that I'm in the other car and whatever's going on, it was me, so it helps me a great deal with satisfying and not using those expletive deleted to talk about <laughs> other people. All right. Good for you, Carl. That is fabulous. So, the golden rule. How can I use the golden rule in this moment? Recognizing and realizing that I want to treat other people the way that they want to be treated is a great question to hold. Anybody else? Because I don't want... Oh, I do see some more hands. Mary Jo. So in reading Kamash's book and listening to him, I've really been um, 
thinking a lot about my past and how to let go of things. And so I've been working this week on meditating and really feeling those feelings. And the first time I did that, I sat down and I always, I have this um, candle that's women that are in a circle touching knees. And I always look at that and I was saying, I don't know how to do this, please help me. And I was staring at the candle and all of a sudden the candle just went out. And I said, okay. And I closed my eyes and said, help. And just those feelings just came up. And I was hopefully able to, like how he talks about pulling out the roots and getting rid rid of them so you can make room for more energy. So that's what I've been working on. Beautiful name, Joe. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And I thought, I'm going to do, oh boy, we've got so many today. I kind of hate to stop it because it's a good flow. It's a good flow. So let's hear it. Inspire one another. Uh, Well, um, I really liked uh, Panasha's comment on living in trust and, and being grateful for everything. And my question has been, how can I cope? Because I've been in a lot of physical pain with a new little job I've taken on. And so I just started saying, thank you for this pain. I welcome you, pain. Thank you. Thank you. And it really lifted, and I was able to live in grace. So that was cool. Beautiful, Marilyn. So the question, how can I cope, led to gratitude. Panasha's reminder, gratitude. So we got two more. Camden. Hi. Um, I recently got into college, which I didn't think I was going to get into. So... <laughs> It was, like, hard to be excited because I had so many other underlying questions. So, like, all week I've been trying to just let myself be excited and not worry about everything else. And that's been hard, but we're getting there. Being in the excitement of this moment. How can I be in the excitement of this moment, knowing that there's all these questions about where is all this going and who am I supposed to be and what am I supposed to study and all of that, right? I think all of us can relate, even if it's not college. Right? Even if it's something else, retirement or a new job or a new relationship or whatever it is. Elise, this is our last one. Okay, I'm the last one. Well, as you guys know, I'm a singer and I write poetry. And um, I was trying to figure out how, well, I'm doing a bunch of music things at the libraries, but I have a piano and a harp, a folk harp, and I realized it's a lot for me to carry. So I was talking to Sophie. So the answer came through Sophie, actually, Sophie Vaca, Sophie Case. And she said, well, I think this is, and she had ideas about the, singing some of the poems. And she said, well, you have to get on the accompanist. I said, oh, okay. She said, don't, don't play the piano. You don't have to do everything. And I thought, oh, this was like not in my head. I was like, I have to do it all. You know, like, I must do this. You know, I'm a Taurus. We, you know, we plow through walls. We do this. So then I realized I got the answer that I can still play the harp and bring tracks for the Irish and for the French songs I'm doing. And my, uh, my voice person, my voice teacher, he's totally willing to create the tracks. So they'll be genuine. So the answer came through Sophie. So the answers do come, you know, if you want to know your path forward. Super, Thank you. Thank you. So that idea of I don't have to do it all. I don't have to do it all. Say that. I don't have to do it all. Look, we are one. We have each other. We have help. We have support. We have encouragement. We have inspiration. We are one. Besides, how boring would it be if one person did everything, Elise, right? Yeah. 
so thank you. I thought it was a little bit weak, the number of people who raised their hand, but boy, there were some good insights today, so thank you for sharing. So our service today is on this idea that we are one, and I wanted to start there with that idea. What does that mean? What does that mean to you, that we are one? We are united. Yes, and welcome back, Edie. Edie and Annie are back with us today. Yay! So we are united. We, we, yes, we are together. We are united. We are together. What else does it mean? We are one. Yes, Kim. We are a family. We are a family. Who else? Yes, Jesse. We are one heart. Remember that song that sometimes our soloists sing? Imagine all the people in all the world and their heart is beating as one heart, right? We are one. Our heart is united, beating as one. Ed. We all have the same mother and father. Mother, father, God. Yes. We all have that same basis of being, that very life essence that is God that is moving through us, that is, you know, moving the blood in our veins and beating our hearts and breathing our lungs and thinking our mind, that one power, that one presence that we call by one name God, but you could call it whatever you wanted. We are all one in that. We are of like mind. So I think that that's true at a certain extent. Because if you come to Unity Spiritual Center, you come with this idea of questioning, of wanting to know, of wanting to understand, of being open, at least if you stay, right? Right? But I will also tell you that there's a diversity of thought here. So being one, I just want to make this clear, being one does not mean that we all think exactly alike. Right? And I know you don't mean that, right, Annie? No. Right. Jim. Jane. Yeah. James is saying whenever we take action from our heart, speak from our heart, think from our heart, take action from our heart, we are in that divine spirit of love that is uniting us. Okay, I saw one over there. Who has? Oh, yeah. It's angel, right? Angel. Thank you, angel. So we need the contrast, angel is saying. We need that contrast to balance ourselves and to keep that balance, to see different perspectives and different sides. And so we need those unique, different thoughts and ideas. I saw lots of hands. I'm going to come around with the uh, mic so everybody can hear and I don't have to keep repeating. We are all of the divine. We are all of the divine. And from that perspective that we are all of the divine, we are all one. Okay, Carolyn. I've been trying to remember Carolyn's name. I finally got it. Um, I always think that we're all connected. When I think of we're all, when we're all one, we're all connected. We're all connected. I'm going to talk some more about that in a minute. I saw more hands. We are all one. What does that mean? Brian. Since we're all one. We are all whole, perfect, and complete. We are all whole, perfect, and complete. We are all whole, perfect, and complete. Now, 
Some of you might be responding to that inside going, perfect. I don't know about this whole perfect thing. But I want you to hear this. The root of the word perfect means whole. So, from that understanding, you are all perfect. Because you are all whole. You are all complete in and of yourself. Somewhere along the way, we took on the idea that to mean perfect meant we couldn't make mistakes. And if that's your understanding of perfect, I invite you to think about it in a new way. We are here in this human experience. Anybody in here not make mistakes? All right, just saying. They are? They're not mistakes. They're just learning experiences. Exactly. They're just learning experiences. And we are all one in having learning experiences, aren't we? Shannon, did you have a comment? I did. That kind of reminded me... um, Martin Luther King Jr. said that an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. So any damage that we do to anyone damages the whole. And the vice versa, any good we do is a blessing to the whole. Correct, Shannon. We are all one. Oh, Lee's back there raising his hand. All right, Lee. Oh, did you hear the, oh, oh. We're expecting some wisdom here. No, my thought was, um, it's escaping me right now, but uh, the the thought of um, who we are and how we approach things and mistakes, the concept of mistakes. I look at it and say, I never make a mistake. I always learn a new way not to do something. Yeah, that's right. And we are all one in that learning. Marilyn. We are one. What does that mean to you? Me, I like to remember that I'm always a part of the absolute realm. Okay, so we are all a part of the absolute realm. We are all energy. We are all what? We are all created equal. We are all one. So these ideas, you know, these ideas that we are all one, that we are all connected, that we are all... um, in the divine mind of God. All of those ideas are fabulous, uplifting, inspiring ideas, aren't they? It's why we come to this community week after week after week to really learn and take in those ideas. But does anybody have trouble living into that? Right? I want to share with you, this is in your bulletin. It is our quote for this week, and it comes from May Rowland. May Rowland was the first uh, director of Silent Unity. And so this is coming from the website truthunity.org under the uh, headline heading of The Seekers of the Light Are One. Right? So I see us when Annie talks about us being of one mind, like mind, it's that we're all seekers. That's what I think brings us here. We're all seekers. We're all seeking to understand. We're all seeking to know God. We all have this question within us. So this is from May Rowland. In every nation of the earth, the seekers of the light are one. It makes no difference what the creed or dogma they follow or what they call their faith. The prayers of all people seeking the light unite as part of the greater good of the world. We as seekers of light are united in an invisible bond of love for all humanity. We have faith in mankind. We know that good shall be victorious and that nothing 
can defeat it. As we awaken to our importance as children of God, we will do our part in bringing His goodness into the world. We will commence to prove the truth of Scripture, and He made of one every nation of men to dwell on the face of the earth. And our Scripture from Romans encouraging us to live in harmony with one another. We here are the seekers of the light. Our spiritual practice every week is our practice to be that light of love in the world. And as each of us shows up as that light of love, we do increase the good that's in the world. And by the good, I mean that we are all treated in, from that place of, of that, um, that Carl mentioned, the golden rule, right? That we're all treating each other from this understanding of loving one another in the way that we would want to be loved. And in that way, then the good is revealed. The suffering is eased. But it's not easy. It's not easy to be a seeker of the light. It's not easy to be the one who demonstrates this. So unity has created this statement. They actually came out with this statement a, a few years back. I, I'm not exactly sure of the year. But it is the joint statement of peace between um, Unity School of Christianity, now known as Unity Worldwide Spiritual Institute, Unity World Headquarters, and the Association of Unity Churches. And the statement begins with, Unity stands for peace in the presence of conflict, for love in the presence of hatred, for forgiveness in the presence of injury. Now this is what we are here to do to shine our light, to stand for peace, to stand for peace in the presence of conflict, to stand in love in the presence of hatred, and to forgive when injury occurs. And these are all words that I imagine those of us who gather here week after week with hearts and minds open wide of like mind, wanting to know God and wanting to know God in our lives. All of us want to be this, right? Is there anybody who doesn't want to be peace, love, and forgiveness? We all want to be this. And it's a challenge. And that's where a place like Unity Spiritual Center, Westlake, is such a blessing to each and every one of us because it provides for us an opportunity to come together with others and to be that. Now, we could come here individually each and every week and get uplifted and get inspired and walk out of those doors and say, wasn't that wonderful and I feel so good, and Tanakh talked about that last week. How by Wednesday, then, you're starting to run a little low on energy and how you got to come back again on Sunday and get re-inoculated, Right? But I think what happens there is we think that this is a solitary, individual, spiritual path that I am on. And it's true. Unity does teach and encourage each one of us individually to heal our lives. It is about self-realization. It is about self-awareness. It is about self-transformation. We hear about that a lot, but let me tell you, it doesn't end there. I can transform myself all I want. But 
But if I come into this community and the first time I walk through that door, somebody says something that makes me angry, and I give in to those emotions of anger, and I want to spit right back out to them my own anger, then how self-realized and self-aware am I? So where do we get to be reflected back? That self-transformation, self-realization, self-awareness that we are all, I know, working so diligently upon. Where do we get to see how we're doing with that? place if we're paying attention, but it comes through our relationships with one another, doesn't it? It comes by the way that we relate with one another and we relate in the world. It is not a solitary thing because we are one. When we take that idea to its deepest level, we recognize and realize that we are one with everyone, even those people that are so hard to see the Christ spirit in. It's not an idea here that we hold in mind and say, isn't that nice and isn't that lovely? We can all agree that it is, can we not? But so what? If I don't actually live that from my heart, and I can only live that from my heart when I am willing to engage with others. And the beauty about Unity Spiritual Center Westlake is that we have a whole community to do that with. A whole community here to uplift and inspire and encourage one another to live these truths. Even when we don't get it right? Even when we don't get it right. Even when we're offended. Even when we want to take our marbles and run. It is in community with one another that the circle is completed. So I'm going to invite some of the kids up. Whoever wants to come up, I have a little demonstration I'd like to do. Who'd like to come up and help me? Come on up. Come on up, kids. Come on up. Come on up. Here comes Alexis and Alex. Um, Okay, I I always get this wrong. Cooper or Weston? Weston. And Cooper. And Alex. And Alexis and Eddie. And Jake and Camden. Alex. Alex, Eddie. They're, they're confusing me, too. All right. So what we have is we have each of you, right? All individuals, all individuals going your own way, right? Hold on to that. Uh-oh. That one's, that one's not happening. It's not happening. It's not enough to just walk together, right? When we complete the circle, the energy happens. What? Let's see if we can build this circle. Come on. Whoa. Okay, come on. How big can we make the circle? Hold on. See, now Eddie is over there doing an experiment. What if I only hold one finger? One finger? It works still. Oh, it's a little weaker. And if one person lets go of the circle... It stops. Come together. It grows. The energy grows. Squeeze as hard as you can. Does it make a difference? It's louder. The energy grew when we try our hardest. 
All right, here I have one. You guys can go take and uh, quietly as you can. Play with that idea off to the side, right? You can you can leave the stage. Thank you for sharing. You can even complete it yourself. All right, so head on down. You can play with it if you'd like. All right. So this idea that we can all go our own solitary way, but that it is when we join together, join together in community, join together with a purpose, a purpose to know the divine, a purpose to let our light shine, a purpose to be the love, a purpose to explore the questions, a purpose to know God when we join together and join hands together and include everybody in our circle, the energy grows. And so I'm going to invite you all to join with me in our statement of peace. But to do that, I've got a couple of people I want to invite up. So Scott is going to come up What? or maybe you're going to invite the kids to bring it up. The children have been working on a peace quilt. They've been making squares for this peace quilt. So they're going to come up and bring up their peace quilt. And Camden is going to come up, and she's going to lead us in this unity's joint statement for peace. Now I want you to take in these words of this statement, right? We are one is all beautiful and wonderful, but how do we live into this? This is what unity is inviting us to live into. So I'm going to move off the stage so you can see the kids come up. <laughs> they're all trying to carry it together because they're recognizing and realizing we're one. We've got to do this together. There it is. Okay, so Cameron's going to lead us in our statement, but we're all going to speak it aloud with her. All right. Unity stands for peace in the presence of conflict, for love in the presence of hatred, for forgiveness in the presence of injury. Unity honors the many names for God, the many paths to God, the many ways to worship God, for there is only one power and presence of God. And that God loves each one of us equally. It is therefore the position of the International Association of Unity Churches and Unity School of Christianity and Unity Spiritual Center Westlake to urge all nations, their leaders, and their people to turn to God by whatever name for guidance during these challenging times and pursue peace, not, not war. For this is what honors the God of all of our faith traditions. Unity stands for peace in our lifetime. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Camden. Thank you, kids. So, so I want to tell you all that you have an opportunity to add on to this peace quilt today. Uh, Scott and maybe some of the kids will be outside of the community room today as you go in for our community luncheon. And they have supplies there. We can all get creative. We are one. Just like these kids have such creation in them, so do you. Right? So you get to make a square. Yeah, sweetheart. How does that happen? Because we have shared and completed the circuit of energy. Now it's not complete. 
Now it is complete. Now it's not complete. Now it is complete. Who do we have to add into our circle to complete the circle? Everyone. And then it'll grow. So two things. You can make your own T-square as you go into the community room today, and your squares will get added onto the children's squares. Um, Secondly, I want to remind you all that we have a practice. You can all stay up here, or you can all head on down. You're staying. Good. You see, peace is peace, whether there's chaos happening around you or not. You get to practice. How do I come with one mind to the peace in this situation? All right, so I want to share our spiritual practice today, but I have to do it, and I know we're running just a little bit long, but this is where this particular practice came from. I was at the, um, the, uh, that's okay. I was at the uh, um, world, the, gosh, I am just like, it's out of my mind. Um, Michelle was there with me, the World Religions, the, uh, in Toronto last year. Thank you. Parliament, I couldn't think of that name. Parliament of the World Religions, where all the religions came together as one. And while there, I was down where the Native Americans had their um, house set up, and they were sharing their wisdom. And at the end of that time period, they invited everybody who was there listening at the moment to come and join hands in a circle and to have a prayer and a blessing. And as that happened, the person who was leading this particular session uh, started to walk around the circle and um, give people a hug and a hello, and it became this whole group love, right? And so everybody who was in that circle got an opportunity to hug everybody else in that circle. And what happened is I became really aware in that moment that I wanted to come from this place of oneness and recognizing each and every one as my brother and my sister. And so as they came through and I gave them a hug, and it wasn't easy, but I said to each one, bless you, my brother, bless you, my sister. And it felt a little awkward. That's why it wasn't easy, because it's not like we go around calling each other sister and brother, but I wanted to get it in my mind. You are my sister, and you are my brother. And by the time we went through about 60 people that way, my heart was so open and realizing and recognizing that this is the truth. Each one is my brother. Each one is my sister. And as a reminder, we can find peace in spite of the chaos that might be happening around us and behind us. So, your spiritual practice for this week, if you dare take on, is as you go about your week, see each one as your brother, as your sister. Even if all you can only do it in your mind, Greet them as such. As you're walking through the grocery store and you pass someone in your mind, say, hello, sister, hello, brother. In the traffic, when that one is pushing your buttons that Carl mentioned about, ha, there is my brother, there is my sister. Begin to open your heart to understanding that we are all one, brothers and sisters with each other in humanity. Will you join me in that? All right, now I heard lots of yes. And so I'm expecting next week that the response is not going to be weak, right? Say this with me. We are one. Look at somebody who's sitting next to you and say, either you are my brother or you are my sister. You are my sister.
Okay, I want you to catch with me for a moment the energy in the room. Can you feel the joy? Can you feel the connection? Can you feel the love? We are one. We are one. Thank you. Thank you, and God bless.